Hello everyone, Alan Mischer here from Vitality Explorers. Please sign up at vitalityexplorers.com for free scientific information about how to enhance your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. As always on, on the Vitality Explorer newscast, we are going to start with a quote. And this uh, week's quote is, Stockpile health now, your future self will thank you. Stockpile health now, your future health, excuse me, your future self will thank you. And that's just something that a uh, quote of mine that I uh, share with my students and uh, something I try to do myself. Okay. So on today's podcast, we're going to talk about how pumping iron can literally save your life. We're also going to learn uh, sort of a adjunct one is why muscle smashes cancer. Really fascinating, interesting study about how muscle can help prevent and treat cancer. And then we're going to jump into something I call the 7.77 million second vitality sprint. For those math gurus out there, 7.77 million seconds is approximately 90 days. So let's just jump right into pumping iron can save your life or could save your life. So if you think about it, it's pretty interesting. Um, if we actually work out or with uh, our muscles or pump iron, we literally reduce our risk of dying. And we're going to go over a, a meta-analysis paper. And a meta-analysis paper is sort of a paper about papers. And this paper or this meta-analysis paper uh, really has elite data supporting strength training as a way to prevent death and disease. Not just aerobic training, but strength training. And we'll start with the two quotes from the paper. All right. Quote, muscle strengthening activities were associated with a 10 to 17 percent lower risk of all-cause mortality cardiovascular disease, total cancer, diabetes, and lung cancer. So all-cause mortality is basically mean all versions of how you could die. Second quote, combined muscle strength with aerobic activity versus none were associated with a lower risk of all-cause um, cardiovascular disease and total cancer mortality. So let's dive into the details. I think it's important because this is pretty well known, but not as well explored in the lay press or in, even in a doctor's office. So um, when you think about it, why aren't we talking about it more? Because the, the maximum overall reduction, this is one of the new findings for the paper, um, was the, obtained when there was approximately 30 to 60 minutes per week of muscle strengthening activities. And the risk of diabetes sharply decreased <clears throat> with 60 minutes of muscle strengthening activities. Now that's pretty impressive, right? So if there was a drug out there that reduced your risk of dying, by you know, 15 or 17%, it would be worth billions, if not trillions of dollars. Uh, no one, however, has been able to reduce the benefits of exercise into a pill as much as people have tried, right? Um, even the most successful pharmaceutical uh, uh, companies have known, um, excuse me, the most successful pharmaceuticals or drugs have known or unknown side effects. So exercise is one of those foundational components, I believe, of being what I call a vitality explorer. And this, again, is the Vitality Explorer News Podcast. You can see more of the details of this paper and others on the Vitality Explorer News Substack site by just going to Vitality Explorers on Substack. So one of our goals with Vitality Explorers are to find non-pharmacologic ways to enhance your physical and mental well-being. Um, and so exercise, and specifically muscle strengthening exercises, is literally associated with a reduced risk of dying. So when you look at the charts that are uh, up on the Substack site, it's, it's quite interesting, though. At 40 to 60 minutes per week seems to kind of be the sweet spot, all right? The interesting thing is they have the, this thing called a J-curve. 
And so what happens is after a certain amount of exercise, um, you, you actually may slightly increase your risk. So this, this means that, you know, if you're after this, you don't have to do too much. And if you're doing too much, it might not necessarily be good for you. So too much strength training may actually increase your risks, according to this paper. And this includes all-cause mortality, meaning all reasons for dying, um, cardiovascular disease, cancer, and um, the only one that seemed to be decreasing no matter how much you did was, was diabetes. So if you look at the data up there, um, again, pumping iron, doing some form of strength training, which could be just elastic bands, uh, machines, even just small free weights, uh, here's what I, here's my bottom line. Here's my takeaway. We should do that about 60 minutes per week and divide it into two 30 minute sessions to optimize our health. So 60 minutes per week in two sessions of 30. So that's, you know, think about that. That's not a lot of time. That's one hour per week to, to decrease your risk of dying by 15%. That's a small ask. So think about that. The, the name of the paper is Muscle Strengthening Activities Are Associated with Lower Risk of, uh, and Mortality in Major Non-Communicable Diseases, uh, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of Cohort Studies. And I love this. It was by Mama et al. <laughs> so check out the Mama et al. abstract and paper on the Substack site and get out there and pump some iron. Now, another reason to pump some iron, our second topic for this week's Vitality Explorer News is that muscle literally smashes cancer. Uh, we, we've known that exercise can prevent cancer and limit its progression uh, for many, many years. But the mechanisms by which exercise help fight cancer are only recently becoming a little more evident. And this paper, this is the second paper for this week, is Physical Exercise Restrains Cancer Progression Through Muscle-Derived Factors. Um, Really, really interesting. So again, check out the Vitality Explorer Substack site for further details. But here's an amazing sentence from that paper. Quote, epidemiologic studies have revealed that health-related lifestyle behaviors such as high physical activity levels and healthy eating habits could prevent 40% of all cancer cases in the United States. This bears repeating. Let me say this again. This is a quote from the paper. <clears throat> Epidemiologic studies have revealed that health-related lifestyle behaviors such as high physical activity levels and healthy eating habits could prevent 40% of all cancers in the United States. Wow. Just think about that. I think this information needs to be much more emphasized across all types of uh, the media and especially in the doctor's office because cancer is flat-out nasty. It can be fatal, and even if it's not fatal, it can be you know, really devastating to your life. Um, and if we could present, prevent up to 40% of, of cancers, why aren't we embracing this opportunity? There's a lot of different reasons why, but let's go back to our, our point for today, and that is that muscle turns out to be one of the keys to preventing cancer. And it's really not well known, but muscle is our largest endocrine organ. Now, we're gonna, we have to define that word a little bit. Endocrine organs release hormones and other substances that help re regulate our bodies. Now, the, the things we think about most in an endocrine organ is things like our pituitary gland in our brain, our thyroid, our pancreas, but also our testes and ovaries. And, and of course, something like the placenta during pregnancy. So these are known endocrine organs because they release substances and they help modify how our body works and they help maintain how our body works. The key new finding over the last few years is that muscle acts in a very similar way to these other endocrine organs when we exercise. 
they release these substances called myokines when we contract our muscles. Here's another quote from the paper. Myokines do not act uh, only locally within the muscle or the neighboring tissues, but act to affect distant organs becoming mediators of inter-tissue communication. That's sort of the dictionary definition of an endocrine tissue. It, they, they, have, they release substances and that at a distance they create some change in a different part of your body. Now, this is really cool. I know I'm a little bit of a geek here, but this is really cool. This means we have an endocrine organ. We have an organ within our body called our muscle that is under voluntary control. Your pancreas, your thyroid, your pituitary, they are not under a voluntary control, but you are in control of your muscles. I think we can decide when we contract our muscles. We can decide when we exercise. This leads to the release of those substances from our muscles that powerfully help prevent or control cancer. This is a staggering fact. Literally, we are in control, at least to some degree, of whether we develop or have progression of our cancer because we can exercise, we can contract our muscles. Here's another long but important sentence from the paper. A single bout of exercise induces acute responses of physiologic systems and consequently accumulative bouts of exercise stimulate various systemic tissue and cellular adaptations, including enhanced tumor-resistant inflammatory and immune responses, hormonal and metabolic alterations, angiogenesis, DNA repair, and methylation and expression of microRNAs, which fight against carcinogenesis. Holy crap, that's amazing, right? So when you contract your muscles, when you exercise, you are literally spitting out substances that fight cancer. You're your own chemotherapy regimen, all right? The paper details many of the myokines and other molecules known as microRNA, miRNA, and exosomes that are released from muscles during uh, and after exercise. Together, these molecules work to change the behavior of you know, distant cells via signaling. And so again, there's lots of data up on the Substack site, uh, Vitality Explorer Substack site, if you want to see more of the, the references and the graphics. But here's a final quote from the paper. There is an increasing body of research focusing on the mechanistic interpretation of the anti-cancer effects of physical exercise and particularly the characterization of the molecular mechanisms that link exercise to tumor prevention and treatment. Wow. So this paper calls this area of research exercise oncology. I call it a massive breakthrough in the prevention and treatment of cancer. So we're going to talk much, much more about this later because this concept of exercise oncology or perhaps exercise chemotherapy is what I would, I would call it, could be a really, really important way to stay vital. All right, let's finish this uh, week's Vitality Explorer News podcast with a 7.77 million second sprint. And again, you can sign up at vitalityexplorers.com if you wish to receive a free text message newsletter about this. You can also see much more of this on Vitality Explorers on the Substack site online. All right, so 90 days is about 7.77 million seconds. And here's what I'd like people to think about. What could we accomplish in our next 7.77 million seconds? What could we do if we collectively focused on our peak purpose instead of our worst fears? What could we do if we plugged our life leaks, such as complaining, gossiping, or endlessly scrolling insane posts on social media, or perhaps watching too much uh, streaming media? What could we do if we started to serve others in need? What could we do if we took ownership over our eating and exercise habits? 
And what can we do if we treated our time like a luxury good and stopped wasting it? So my suggestion is we begin today to savor our seconds. And how could, you know, other questions to consider now. How could our lives be better if we reached out to an old friend just to reconnect? How would our lives be better if we forgave more? How would our lives be better if we nourished ourselves with sleep? And how would our lives be better if we tackled uncertainty with action? And finally, how would we, our lives be better if we lived at our ideal weight? This is one I'm struggling with myself. I've gained a few pounds during COVID, and I'm trying to get rid of them, and I've just figured out I have to eat less and less often. So today, I'm beginning a 7.77 million second sprint. And that's going to be uh, about early September when that you know, 7.77 million seconds is, is done. So it's basically, what are we going to do for the summer? And I haven't personally nailed that down. I'm trying to not focus as much, but defocus a little bit and see what the opportunities are. And I'm, But I'm going to start to work on my 7.77 million second sprint. And the goal, the goal I would say, is, is what I call the Vitality Explorer Challenge. How can we use our time, talent, and treasure to transform ourselves, our communities, and the world. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's Vitality Explorer News podcast. Please share it with your friends if you do. Uh, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Check out the Vitality Explorer uh, News on Substack or sign up at Vitality Explorer News, or VitalityExplorers.com for the free text message newsletter. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, dare to be vital.